1: Kinda Funny's doing an old school Patreon pledge drive all August long. If you like the content we've made in 2023, we'd like you to consider supporting us on patreon.com slash Kinda Funny for the month. Just $10 would get you more than 300 exclusive episodes of shows like Kinda Feudy, Gregway, and more. We couldn't do this without you, so thank you for your support.
0: Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Of course, I am Tim Gettys, and I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Eddie 8 Jr. Good afternoon, Tim. The big daddy himself in a SummerSlam shirt, Greg Miller. Oh, I got it now! And ah! out the group today, we have the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon, Tim. Great afternoon to you all as well. Of course, this is the kind of funny games cast where each and every week we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. Uh, we've been doing a lot of previews recently, but today you're getting a little bit more, or sorry, reviews recently. We're getting more of an impressions, you know, We're just a little like the, like the early hours into a video game. We're talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, a video game that I'm pretty sure most of you didn't expect us to talk about here. That kind of funny,
1: but everyone in your face. Things look good. Here it is. is. We're doing it. it. You never know what we're going to do. You
0: never know, but you could find out right now. You'll never know. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash kind of funny games where this video plays every single week. If you want it in a different video place, roosterteeth.com is where you want to go. But if audio is more your thing search your favorite podcast feed for kind of funny games cast and we'll be right there for you but if you wanted to get the show ad free you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers jedi master deadpool delaney twining and logan delaney have done a lot of delaney you know who would have thought never thought i'd, I'd have two delaney's in one set of names mm. ever. i'm
1: flying to Summerslam tomorrow and i hope my plane doesn't get delaney Fuck, man. <laughs> it was like close. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Tomato, tomato. tomato. <laughs> probably will. Uh, was, Andy had a question on it. Wasn't What's your question, Andy?
2: When does this go live, Timothy? This goes live um, tomorrow, um, Thursday, August 3rd. Cool. So check over on the Twitch channel and the YouTube channel because we're likely live right now playing it. Me and Mike will be playing it, going full into the role play stuff, doing multiplayer. We want to get into our characters, we want to create them on stream with you all. And there's a Twitch integration that allows the chat to vote for certain dialogue choices and things nice, like that. That's cool. So we're going to hopefully get into that. There's, we've gotten a lot of requests about it and, and, it never seemed like something we were super going to vibe with, but uh, we kind of, I've i have turned a corner on it. Oh, spoilers oh, yeah. for the preview.
0: Yeah, we're going to be talking all about that in this episode, uh, but a little more details there. So that would be Thursday, August 3rd. You could watch live on Twitch or YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. But if you can't watch live, that's cool. You'll be able to watch Mike and Andy stream later on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Um, today, we are brought to you by Honey, Better Help and Shady Rays, but I'll tell you all about that later. I want to get right into our Baldur's Gate 3 impressions. Greg Miller.
1: And what I want to call out, yeah, these are impressions, not a review, right? Absolutely. Because we have not had enough time with the game. Obviously,
0: let's start there. I'm just going around the table real quick. Andy, how
1: long have you played Baldur's Gate? And on what?
2: Uh, I'm playing on PC around seven,
1: eight hours around there. Greg? Five or six hours, mainly on Steam Deck. I did play on a PC and a big old TV last night.
2: I'll, I, You know what? Actually, I'd say 10 hours because I've definitely recreated characters and restarted the game like at least three or four times. Nice.
3: <laughs> and then Bless, what about you? Yeah, I've also played about seven or eight hours, mainly on Steam Deck. Yeah, codes came in.
1: Late down to the wire on this one. Review embargo being launch day of the game. Obviously, we know Larian moved up the release date. Right? They were originally going to be a little bit more toe to toe with Starfield. They said, "Let's get away from that." (laughs) Moved it up here for PC. Obviously, PlayStation 5 coming uh, that first week of September. I want to say the sixth. Is that right? It is the day of. you know, is day of uh, Starfield. Any Xbox Xbox. plans for this one? Xbox. We just talked about uh, the news story on Games Daily. They're struggling right now with parity between the S and the X. Mm. The idea is that you know one of the big things for Baldur's Gate. Is the co op, uh, couch co op, split screen co op. And uh, X can run that, S can't right now. So they are working on that, and that's the delay there. Gotcha. And so, anyways, yeah, long story short, though, Delaney. We got, got codes super. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Delaney over there. <laughs> <laughs> we did not exactly. get enough time with this to actually give it a full fledged review and drop everything we were doing to go in yeah. and play the. And that's going to be true for pretty much any website you go to, I imagine, as of this embargo. And I will be fascinated. Because if you see somebody putting a score on this the day it goes, go and give that reviewer all the flowers. Because I assume that means that they got this code on Sunday and didn't sleep, didn't eat, didn't go to the office, just sat there and played. So, Bless, what are your
0: impressions so far of Baldur's Gate 3? A game
1: that, I mean, actually, sorry,
0: before I get to the impressions, real quick, were any of you excited for this before getting your hands on it?
3: I w- I started getting excited for it mid summer, probably about earlier July when I started to learn a little bit more about what Baldur's Gate was. Because I think for me, when my eye my I started first opening to Baldur's Gate around Game Awards, where there was a, a trailer, and the trailer said like Dungeons and Dragons in it, and I was like, oh, interesting. So this is a Dungeons and Dragons game. Like this is what I'm getting out of this thing. And as we got closer to it, I realized, noticed that the developer was Larian, and Larian's known for Divinity Original Sin too, and just. Divinity in, in general, and I've heard such good things about Divinity: Original Sin, and I'm like, okay, so this is coming from them. This is gonna be Dungeons and Dragons. This actually sounds pretty cool. And so for me, I've been in the mode of wanting to get into a deeper computer or CRPG, whether that's Computer Classic or whatever. And yeah, I, I've been getting more excited for it as we've been getting closer to it, and now that it's in my hands, like I'm actually pretty pleased by it. I've been having a lot of fun in only the first seven hours. I feel like I've barely scratched the surface of what it is, but for the surface I've scratched so far, so far I've gotten a pretty cool and interesting story. A lot of deep RPG mechanics that I'm so curious to see where they go and how deep and technical I can get with it. And then also a combat system that I'm kind of like on both sides of, of I can see and understand why they have this particular kind of combat system because they're trying to lean in all the way into into the D&D systems. It is you taking your base action and then a bonus action. It is you essentially rolling for everything. And that goes for also just the regular dialogue and regular actions you're taking as you're playing the game. There are literal dice rolls that the game will bring up if you take like a, I'm going to roll for uh, intimidation, or I'm going to roll for whatever this this, uh, property that my character may have. You are... are, (laughs) Adding Dude literally said, "Are you excited? Are you excited for the game?" Now, Blessed is just here doing his thing. I'll just try to segue into it. My... Yes, I'm excited for this game. <laughs> I love you guys so fucking much. Frank,
1: were you excited? you are doing great. I was fucking. <laughs> Sometimes if I I wasn't even on camera I'd check my watch And crack Andy up uh, No Long story short I was not excited For this game Divinity uh, Original Sin Yes is one that we had Heard so many good things about I had tried to play that Somewhere during the pandemic Maybe I remember playing it In the old apartment um, or Not the old apartment But you know what I mean uh, And I didn't click It did not click with me I did not like the combat So this one I kind of was ignoring Until the big presentation They did where they Flew people to Belgium And then there was The giant thing And of course The, the guy fucked a bear I was like Well now you have my attention um (laughs) and yeah finally you know really digging into it we did a ps i love you about it me and janet when bless was out of town uh about if this could be playstation starfield in terms of can this be the rpg that playstation fans flock to since they can't play starfield on the playstation and reading about the dice rolls reading about the choices watching that stream and really seeing the permutations of characters and choices and decisions and like you know we always talk about playing a game and wanting those water cooler moments right of like, oh, what did you do here? What is this? Blah, blah. Like, we just witnessed one, right? Where you Andy wanted to see how I was running on Steam decks. And you picked up. And you're like, you're, 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 you were like, you don't have this. You only have, you three, only have three characters You only have party? Three people in the party? And we're like, me and Bus. like, well, you, you're going to have more? Because, like, you know what I mean? And it's that idea. And I don't even know who you have versus who I have versus whatever. And, like, the relationships you have. Like, that shit was what excited me about the game. Uh, and so, yeah, I jumped in. I would say with my interests peaked. And now I have plenty to say, Ooh. but I'll wait.
2: <laughs> oh, oh,
1: and we already
0: touched on this a little bit, but like you, what was your interest or just even understanding of Baldur's Gate going into this?
2: Um, I I knew that it was very similar to it, that, basically mirrored what Blessing said. It's Larian Studios, and everybody loved Divinity, but I have never ever cared about strategy and turn-based type games. And uh, once we started getting closer and closer to it, and once Honestly, let's be let's like let's be real. Let's be real. It was fucking the bear. Mm. They, knew when, they, like, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. When you could bang with the, bang the bear, I immediately just thought like, "Damn, this is giving me the Dragon Age vibes that I've been missing for a while." I've been missing so this Mass drag-nation. Effect Dragon Age stuff of of having relationships with characters, forming bonds, uh, you know, killing off people, maybe not meeting people at all in your playthroughs. That whole idea really really intrigued me. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I feel like I kind of had to be a part of it just to see whether it was worth my time or not, you know.
0: So, plus, I know it's been long-awaited, but mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you think about boss?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I fucking, hate it. I fucking video game. No, so I've been having a good time, and I think a lot of my good time is reflected from... Last year, I did uh, a tabletop role-playing game called Blades with some of my friends, right? Which yummy. is different from DMD. It was not yummy, no. <laughs> it's <Addison>. different from... <laughs> it's not Addison either. <laughs> <What a laughs>
1: you, you, you hit back up Addison, had to talk to him again. Oh, come back, man. It's, a been a it's been a
3: while. It's been a while, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we were playing Blades in, the, Blades in the Dark. And the thing I appreciated about that, that was my first time playing a longer campaign of a tabletop role-playing game. And I appreciated the depth we can get into of really role playing these characters and being who are like totally embodying who we wanted these characters to be and playing our classes and uh, bouncing off of our other um, companions classes, right? And like having this moment of, oh, we're creating our own story here. And from playing Baldur's Gate 3, I feel like I'm getting so much of that experience mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. getting to really define how I play. And for me, I think that is the hallmark of what makes a really good uh, RPG, especially one of these kinds of RPGs is how, open does this game feel? How much do I have the autonomy to do what I want to do? If I want to create a character that like right now the character I'm playing is a high half elf sorcerer character that like I'm putting a lot of my um just chips and st- in all the time. Oh yeah he's, he's, fucking, <laughs> he's high as fuck. I'm putting a lot of my stats into things like intimidation or things like persuasion and um uh you know tricking other characters and that sort of thing right my character is more of a I'm going to solve problems with my mouth and with my mind, right? Like I'm going to talk myself out of these situations and convince people people yeah. of things as opposed to like using my fists. And I've been pleasantly surprised and pleased with how much I've been able to do that. Uh and really go, "All right, I I need to get this character out of this place. Let me talk to a guy and like see if I can convince him to help me out. Or let me talk to this person and like trick them into giving me the key to this door." And I've been doing quite a bit of that and it's been really fun, right? Because you do the roll, you see the dice roll on the screen and you're getting the satisfaction of like, please don't roll a one, please don't roll a one and you roll above whatever you need to get and it feels like I'm playing an actual tabletop role-playing game.
1: Greg Miller from kindoffunny.com. What's up? Uh, my question for you is, are you playing this way because that's what you want to do and this is the character and who you're role-playing as or are you kind of being pushed this way because you don't like the combat?
3: So it's a bit of both where when I was first creating my character, one, the character creation is so deep and you have so many right. options to where going in, that was my plan. Like, that's usually my thing with RPGs that yeah. let you do this. With out of, world, out of Worlds also, I really wanted to make a character that, again, was less combat focused and more conversation focused. And that's the thing that I liked about that game is that they had the options to open that up there as well. Here, I was going into it wanting to create a character that, yeah, was less combat-focused and more conversational. And I have that. But also, yeah, when I get into combat situations, I am like, ooh, I don't, I don't like this. And I, and I think it's twofold. One, my character just isn't great in combat. But then also, I think even if if my character was great at combat... This is just not a combat system for me. I am not mm-hmm. a strategy mm-hmm. combat sort of person. Like I was mentioning earlier, it is you're doing your action phase, then you're doing your bonus thing, but then also um playing on Steam Deck, I have like this radial wheel with like five other radial wheels that I can switch between to figure out what action I'm going to do and there's so much there's so much detail and so many options that I am way overwhelmed when it yes. comes to combat. That's a great way to put
1: it. And again, you know, this is Baldur Gate 3. I did not like divinity i did not stick around a long time for it uh i echo everything you're saying and especially to jump off of it like overwhelm is such a great word mm-hmm. where like i was thinking about it today i like okay we're doing the review or the you know preview what do we want to talk about what do we want to say and one of them was the idea that like you know we were getting ready to do the diablo stream before this me fran and gary and having played so much diablo like i can drop in and do whatever and, and understand what's going on but I think now with the seasonal character, I just rolled in the fact that I'm still unlocking so many different spells and so many different things, right? It was so overwhelming to drop into Baldur's Gate 3 and immediately have three radio wheels of different solutions choice. This one's green and this one's orange and dah, dah, dah. And it's like there's something to be said for obviously dropping in the deep end, you'll figure it out, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's not like it's like so brand new. I don't know what's happening. But it was that when I would do that and go into a fight and lose or whatever, I'd be like, oh, man, like, I wish there had been a tutorial. I wish there had been more of a, hey, let's get you up to, let's start you the one wheel and a few spells and then it expands and blah, blah, blah. And they, they didn't do that. I'm sure, you know, this is a game clearly designed to be replayed a bunch of different times so you can get all these different conversations so you wouldn't want to do it every time. There's a whole bunch of stuff happening, but I'm with you of like i don't like the combat system i don't like the way they're doing uh strategy for it and again that's just me my personal preferences like that's not meant to be a ding against the game baldur's gate 3 for the six hours i've played it is fantastic like having you know just having said i don't like the combat system this is still one where i'm like i'm not gonna play anymore on pc because i'm just not a pc guy but when it comes to playstation and i've gotten through the holiday rush or whatever mm-hmm. i could totally see this being a let's do a roll let's go in there and jump in there and see the different things yes tim
0: is there a cross save situations going on like will you be able yes, to you
1: can download um
2: when you initially launch it on pc it says create a larian account to which i said absolutely the fuck not but then when you look closer it says you do this to have a cross play sort of situation cross save as well where You could then i guess log into your larian account on your playstation or xbox in the future but
1: i'm not attached to my character enough that that's like a thing for me it's more that i just want to jump in and i I would start fresh because again you know i don't like i don't like the strategy i don't like the way combat feels in it but i do love everything surrounding it yeah like making your character getting into the minutiae okay cool yours you know i'm just you know i'm boring as hell so i just did a human fighter right that i named diana of themiscara and like launch her out there and it's like as usual i'm like okay cool i'm gonna be a good guy i'm going to be a good person right because I'm, I'm role playing as wonder woman that immediately went out the window of oh you're in there you get so many choices uh, for dialogue or for options and they're not necessarily good or bad right i loved the fact that there were so many different like options for answering a conversation and it's like in brackets intelligence or whatever you know down the line of all the different traits it could be that you have to remember if you're good at let alone you come in and then you do the dice roll for it i fucking love the dice roll
3: yeah i love the D D I i do wish it. there was a bit when you're making those dialogue choices i wish it would reminded you of like what you put your stats into because i'm like oh yeah am i intelligent or am i persuasive and it doesn't mm. seem like there's a um like an option to f- like remember to or to remind you of that yeah yeah i think it's more i think and again i think it's so much of it and this doesn't
1: happen often but this is you know both me and bless jumping into a game that isn't necessarily our usual wheelhouse mm-hmm. I think so much of that is you know we started the game like a, a Fallout RPG or just like all right whatever and, I, and then you get in there like oh this shit does matter and I do need like I went back to make sure I understood more so I was making the right choices in that front uh, to have those conversations to do those things but to go through to have the conversations uh with both npcs and then your party and you go back to the camp and they're dressed different such a mass effect thing right oh yeah of when i went back to the camp and shadow heart showed up and this like sexy i was like oh god damn all right cool like this is the ship i got it i'm wrapping my head around what's going on and then stay story the fuck away from shadow heart
2: okay stay away from me i wish i could I mean, she's ta- she's chatting up this other wizard dude, and I'm like, "All right, this this wizard dude, get out of my party! You're not- i don't want to hear you all flirting wizard,
0: anymore." Wizard dude, you know what I'm about? Oh the God. wizard. Oh the wow, Rizards. that was really really good. She's, she's like in yeah. some weird
1: cult or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I
3: don't care. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, <ruined> <laughs> <my> <laughs> I can be like, whatever you got to do, whatever. Kill her you know, family. Not, I don't care. care.
3: <laughs> At least she's not a, a, a starian whoever that vampire dude is. I yeah. can't stand him. Yeah, he's in my party right now. I'm so I'm like, you're lucky. I only I only have two of you. Very shocked by how many characters y'all have.
2: I I have like. Seven, and you can only have four in your party. So when I go back to my camp, there are three additional characters there, similar to going back to the Normandy or going back to your main castle. I'm already blanking on what it's called in Dragon Age. Um, Peach's I, castle. I, I'm very... Yeah, what'd you say? Pe- Peach's Castle. Peach's Castle, there, there it is, from Dragon Age. Um, I'm very much aligned with you all in that I don't think this is doing combat bad. It's just doing combat that I don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. doing turn-based combat in the way that people would expect where there are a lot of choices and you can have your squad mate shoot an arrow there and then run back behind the wall if they need to get cover or whatever. And there's a lot of nuance in there, but would I prefer it just being a top-down Diablo slasher or like Dragon Age, where Dragon Age reminded me a lot of Final Fantasy VII Remake combat where it's not 100% real-time, you are freezing time to tell your dude to use that one attack so it can open you up for this and that, but you're still actively moving around hacking and slashing, having a lot of fun uh, action wise but those are just the games that I prefer uh so the whenever I am in a combat scenario, I'm never like the most enthused about it, yeah, but every like Greg was mentioning, everything surrounding it I think is fantastic. all of the characters you meet uh the interactions you're having I love that. This is a game that is incredibly overwhelming with all the systems and all the abilities it throws at you. But what isn't overwhelming is the story. And I'm so glad that the game starts off in, I think, the most simple way possible. This mind flare put a worm in your eye, and you got to get it out of your eye. you got to get this, word, this worm from out of your eye because Ooh. it's like messing with your mind or whatever. And it's messing with other people's minds. we got to find a cure. How do we do that? I think it could have easily been that Baldur's Gate 3 has all these complex systems and also says, by the way, this kingdom and this king yeah. and yeah. this uh, region, uh, like, none yeah, of that shit. It's, it's, it's a, it's, you were kind of There's put this, on this Cthulhu, there. you were put on a Cthulhu style HP Lovecraft ship with these mind flayers and they, these are creatures that we don't really know a whole lot about. Unless but they you watch Ranger Things yeah unless you yeah unless you yeah. watch Stranger things or that's also the enemies in um in Demon Souls and
3: all right I, I believe Souls. no anyway. I agree no, no, work, for, for, for. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Of course, um like you drop in and then yeah like just go yeah and it makes sense why there's a motley crew why you have to work together you don't need to like you're meeting people's backstories whatever go and then you can if you want because the game's so deep with conversations
2: yeah, yeah you're meeting a lot of people that were on the ship with you that are also kind of dealing with this problem And then it's, we got to find a cure. And I love that it starts you off on such a basic, uh, like, step, you know, this is step one of this whole gigantic story that will eventually expand out. Because you then hit moments later on that I I won't spoil anything, but I got to a part where I'm like, I think I'm going to save right here.
0: We've been having some issues here today with the internet, with the power. So we just lost the last couple of minutes. I'm sorry. Don't about act like that. it's our
1: fault though. The entire neighborhood lost power. It's right? bad. Right? Yeah. It's definitely not our fault. Someone's fault. But PG&E's fault. pg yeah. and anyway, anyway, Back to the conversation now. Okay. It turned out grabbing that hat would break the game in five hours. I would have something to go back to. Whereas this one is so like, I'm dropping save states because, okay. I don't know if, I, if, if this, if any conversation can go poorly. And if that happens, I'm into a fight. And what happens if I die or somebody else gets killed? And it's like, then it's even the point of like, you know, there was one where I was, you know, going through a bunch of goblins there. You know, there being a bunch of gobbies. Mm -hmm. They didn't want me to get through there. I like how you said that. that (laughs) Uh, They didn't want me to come through. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I'm going to talk my way out of it try to fail the dice roll fight breaks out i die everybody dies it's a wipe come back
2: i set the game to the easiest difficulty oh really yeah i went i didn't i'm
0: still and it's medium. still maybe like,
1: i should and then i rolled the dice again and got a different die roll got, did the conversation the way i wanted to originally go and moved on i was like okay cool
0: this is interesting to me here with like the amount of choices in the save state conversation like all of you seem to be doing that to some extent. Do you think that that is enhancing your experience or kind of getting in the way of it where you're not satisfied with those decisions or are you just like, I want to tell the story this way. So it's worth going back and redoing because it's not that the other ways were bad. It's just not what I want.
1: I wish you, could, I, for me, I just want to get competent combat. Cause that's what's happening for me. So like, you know, I, I, you, there's auto saves, but it's like, you know, even then it'll set you back a few minutes or whatever from where it was. So it's me dropping a thing because if I get in a fight with all these goblins, there's too many goddamn goblins. Or which has happened to me multiple times in this game, I accidentally steal something, dude, and oh, then everyone dude. wants to murder me—it's such a problem. Yeah. Or you know, you get put into jail, and it's like, ah, oh, well, I'll try to get out of jail, but then they kill me. But then the guys aren't. It's like, you know what? It would be easier to reload the save from ten minutes ago and just go that way. I'm very much. Once I'm competent of it, and I and again, I think I understand the rules of the world a bit more. I would very much want it to be. I'm playing, and cool. whatever happens yeah. is going to happen. For me, it's I, it's, the, it's. Oh, sorry,
3: go for it. Andy.
2: I was just going to say it's curiosity for me. It's not necessarily like I'm unhappy, or it's it's more of like, what do the game devs? How far are they taking this? Cool. You know, because I'm so. First off, I'm so amazed, and also just uh, like I'm given um, extreme anxiety thinking about. The amount of work that went into this game, I know that several uh, weeks ago, maybe a month ago, by this point, they mentioned the hundreds and hundreds of hours of cutscenes, yeah. mm-hmm. and having a lot of other game dev Twitter pop in and be like, "Wow, what?" The, like, I mean, I, we don't want to say crunch, but like, you can't really do that without like having a, a crazy amount of work happen. So, I am like extremely blown away by the quality and by the variety of things that can happen. Um, And I also wanted to point out that, you know, when we did our Final Fantasy 16 review and I pointed, I I kept on harping on like the most gigantic, epic, magnificent cutscenes and crazy boss fights and the side quests are very MMO animations and everything looks very procedural and automated because you have budgets and you need to put a shitload of money into the other stuff to make it look good and maybe you don't have enough time or money to spend on the other smaller uh, issues of the game. The thing that I really, really love about this game and I'm super impressed by in the way that horizon forbidden west impressed me um is that all of these like the the, it's very procedural animation these aren't like you know the the mouth moving from these characters that you're talking to is kind of dictated by what they're saying right but they're still so expressive Yeah. yeah in their eye animations and like they do such a good job with like i'm gonna squint right here because i'm angry and i'm and i feel like that doesn't happen a whole lot in um, in a lot of games like of course the main cutscenes will do that but the random side quest where you talk to a random jabroni over there like you always notice a difference in love being put in certain areas this game Jeez, is just this re- guy's deal this game is really impressing me with the amount of variety and the amount of quality in yeah. that variety
1: one of the things i would call out is you know i i would say i've played of my I, uh, the overwhelming majority has been on steam deck putting it on tv last night i was like oh fuck i don't want to play this on steam deck again mm, like it looks wow. so much better on t on there not that the steam deck looked like garbage i just couldn't get as many details out of it as you did later on it's and gorgeous, i think one of the yeah. things to toss out is you can look at it and like you're talking about, oh well, lip sync this or like it doesn't look you know whatever amazing amazing what i love about it is that it has a defined style you know what i mean it has it has made stylistic choices and i mean this in the most um uh, congratulatory. Uh, no, I mean, this is praise, is mm-hmm. where I forget where I was going on the other side of the diving board. There, uh, I mean, this is praise. It reminds me so much of the style that Kingdoms of Amala Reckoning had, and I loved that game. And that was a, with the, one of the games you know that I'm not the Orcs and Elves guy, but I got so into that game. And f- I'm talking about the map that was just up there in the corner, I'm talking about the HUD, I'm talking about the way dialogue is. I'm I, like, there is a style to this game that I just vibe with yeah. so much that, again, like, I know. I am always full of empty, not promises, sometimes promises, but empty, like, oh, I'd love to get back to this game. I do really hope and feel like in December, I will be like, cool, things have settled
3: enough. I'm going to go give this a shot on my PlayStation. And to your point, too, I think it's digestible and approachable, even if you're not into uh, like high fantasy. Cause I am that person also where, Oh yeah. You know, I, I am not into the idea of a Lord of the Rings. I am not into the idea of something that's super high fantasy. I'll tell you, I got real excited with the, that. You've been playing this. And I was like, hey, yeah. I've got to make blessing. like, I This game is doing such a great job. And maybe this is just general growth from, from me. Uh, just like <laughs> first mess now. Fantasy. Yeah. Now fantasy. Like, Oh damn. <laughs> maybe wow. I'm just appreciating things more, but I think this game is highlighting a lot of the cool aspects of the DD world and i think starting off with the mind flare stuff and being on this sh- cthulhu ship to start off is a really strong start to get me to go oh this is fucking cool right and then from there they give you yeah like here are a couple of characters that you have this interesting dynamic with because you met in this interesting way and i think everything they're doing about the presentation of it is making it palpable for me coming in and you know being curious but not automatically in right i think they're doing a good job of bringing me in and again to tro- we talk about dropping you into the deep end of
1: mechanics if you're like us and aren't familiar with these mechanics The story is the opposite of that again, right? Where even Mm -hmm. once you get going, it's like, cool. These people need to leave this grove, but they're fighting about it. All right, cool. These goblins are mad about whatever. It's not like like back to the point we were making earlier. For 100 years, this has happened since Queen did blah, blah,
3: blah. Like none of that. Yeah. So far. I want to answer your question about the safe state stuff. Before
0: you do that, though, plus, let me tell you a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Did you know it only takes a few seconds to get it? That means if you go to add it to your laptop or iPhone right now, you could be done before this ad read is even over. And you know what else works fast? Honey's deal finding abilities. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out. The Honey button appears. All you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that. And then if it finds a working coupon, you will find the prices drop. We've saved thousands of dollars thanks to Honey buying costumes, props, tech over the years. Honestly, not using Honey is just silly. Honey doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and you get to save on the go. Getting Honey seriously only takes a few seconds, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. This episode's brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures just like Mike likes them. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No Questions asked. And every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. From childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions. Exclusively for y'all listening right now, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's ShadyRays.com. Use code KINDAFUNNY. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all know life can be hard. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know from experience how often it just seems easier to care about others and keep it moving, but when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. For more balance with BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kindoffunny
1: Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
0: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Go for it. Black.
3: Yeah. So like, I think for me regarding the, the safe, safe uh, state stuff for me, it's the, um, it being a D and D experience versus a video game experience, right? I think for video games, we have the, the idea of, Oh, I want to get the good ending or I want to do the right thing. Or I want to like go either renegade or, uh, Paragon. Right. And like, there's nothing in between there. I think this game, because of the D and D side of it, it, kind of asks you to want to roll with it and go, hey, you just fucking, you fucked up. You just got to keep going. Like, it is improv at every moment. It is, hey, just keep going with the story because, hey, you messed up, and that's part of this experience. And because we're playing video games, you have that urge to want to reload your save, which I've done plenty of times playing this game because at the end of the day, it is a video game. But I think that, I think it works because you get both things. Like, I've been trying to play this game rolling with it as much as possible.
0: So you're role-playing a role-player right now, but soon you will be a role-player. I will
3: play the role, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait for but that. But I think, I think it works out because of that, because that you still do have
0: the option. Yeah. You looked excited to say something there.
3: I mean, I I,
2: I love the idea of uh, this getting mean to D&D in general. Like, I, I think one thing that I wish I knew whenever there was a choice to be made is, um, depending on the difficulty of choice or how crazy the stakes might be on a certain dialogue choice or whatever is like, sometimes I see a choice. I'm like, oh, I would like to convince this person to do this. And I click into it and you have a 20-sided die and this one requires 14 points. I was like, oh, it's fuck. I have to hit 14 or above on this do you like one. I got
1: a bonus though? You, you're on those bonuses? I have a bonus
2: one. Hopefully I get a 13 or whatever and I roll it. It's a six. I'm like, oh, God damn it, dude. And that person goes... Nope, sorry, you're not convincing me, kill that person. Yeah, like, no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's just it's extremely impressive, man. And like Very. again, I just think about the the work and effort that went into all this because not, not only are there a shit ton of NPCs that you can have a lot of different interactions with, but they are also a lot of those interactions are also based on and dialogue choices are based on who you are and what your background is, which is stuff that I freaking love, man. Yeah. I I love like Walking up to a group of people, and I'm a, uh, I'm a half high elf drow, which is like, oh brother, not a not a, yeah, <laughs> not not a, not a human and an elf, but like an elf and a drow banged, and like the drow What's is drow? like, it's just like they're they're an underworld kind of a uh, snake. No, they're they're like they grew like they grew up in caverns and stuff like that. Like they, how do you spell that? D R
3: O W. I forgot to mention that like my guy's draconic. So it's kind of like you know we're from different that's tribes. Cool. Of the same yeah. yeah. See, and and that's the stuff I love. Yeah. So you might get a, a dialogue
2: option where you meet a group of stragglers that maybe feel like they're unwelcome, and I go, "Hey, I can relate to that because that's the dialogue option I selected, which is the." The drow like uh, dialogue option. I may not be pronouncing that correctly. I did
1: Noble Birth for mine, I think you're right, right. because Diana, Themascara, you know, uh, uh, Wonder Woman being a princess and all. And so it's the same thing of, you know, she's from uh, Baldur or whatever, right? So she speaks the language. So there's been a few mm. times that's popped up that she talks in a different language when they say that. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And, like, and
2: I just want to keep on getting lost in this game. Like, it, again, it's such a testament to the quality and craftsmanship of the amount of things that can be done and interacted with like the the fact that I'm so into this game yet I don't really love the combat and I'm still into it regardless. Like there are so many cool moments that I'm used to in other video games where uh, there's a moment where you're kind of adventuring around and you see kind of a crack in the floor and then above it, there's like a wooden crane with a stone hanging above it. And usually what happens is you look at the stone and then you go, boop, let me select the option that says cut the rope or whatever but you don't really do that here what what you do here is you interact with the world the way you would interact with anything else where you bring up your what is it 12 or 20 uh wheel options yeah. <laughs>
1: and radio wheels as far as Yeah, yeah I and <laughs>
2: like the options might be uh push or jump or sh- or shoot an arrow or whatever so i walked up to the crane and i'm like i think this thing is meant to break that little stone down there let me hit shoot, and I, and I hit shoot, and then what do you want to shoot? I want to shoot that arrow. Boop, boop, shoots the thing, boom, creates a hole in the ground. Cool, I can go explore in there now. And some of it is really cool and neat to interact with, but the moments that I don't love are, I want to cross this river. I can't, uh, Tim, you can't just run and hit A to jump. Yeah. You run to the edge, you go into your dialog wheel, and you select jump. Where do you want to jump? I want to jump there. Do that but sometimes there's three stones. So you have to do that three different times. And it's just like, it gets kind of yeah, frustrating yeah. and annoying you're on in moments Steam Deck, like you that. you press
3: up on the D-pad, it's your automatic jump.
2: No way. Yeah. Well, I'm playing on controller. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: So I think if you press up it oh, on the Oh shit. It'll, okay. It'll cool, cool,
2: cool. Very cool. Also the leveling up, just auto-level up people for me.
1: Yeah. Just Occasionally you get to that thing of like, all right, cool. Now choose a subclass or you choose them. But sometimes it's just like, cool. they're just leveled up. I'm like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like it, it, in order to level your squad mates up, they don't just automatically do it. Uh, it'll alert you to know when they uh, are level upable, which is now a yeah. new phrase. And you bring up your whole crew and then you have to like click their name, then go to level up and then it'll go level up. But before you do that, you need to select the stuff that you're leveling up. And I'm like, okay, let me select those. Now you confirm the level of, whoop, whoosh, and it becomes another cool animation or whatever. So it gets like, it reminds me of why uh, in moments where we hear people that didn't like Red Dead Redemption because it's like way too tedious. immersed and tedious. Yeah, there are moments like that where I'm like, this is the D&D experience. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Th- this is the, the level of te- uh, tedium. Te- tedium? Yep, I am gonna say tediocrity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> tediocrity
2: is, awesome. is a new
3: phrase. No. Uh, you, you did
2: it, you coined the word. Uh, the level of tedium you can expect. Is that a, I feel like you're fucking with me. No no oh tedium. wow. Yeah. Okay, that's cool as hell. Um like that's the <laughs> this is an authentic experience. Whether you like it or not, this is what you're kind of gonna have to deal with when playing this game.
0: Yeah. I wanna stay away from that, Andy. Like whether you like it or not, you sound like you're pretty into this, some things you're not so sure on. Are you planning to continue playing this? And an even yeah. bigger question. Do you think that this is a contender? Ah!
2: Whoa! I, I I definitely want to continue playing this. I know we have some other stuff on the horizon that will be dropping, uh, but I am super into it and want to keep on playing it because I'm just so invested in seeing what can happen with these characters and what dialogue choices can be made. Like, again, having that moment last night where I'm like, I think I want to kill this person and they are really kind of making sure that i want to kill this person like you can't just hit the button and do it it's like whoa whoa, whoa. do you want to do this because this is going to like drastically change shit i'm like i i think i want i want to commit to this and that level of that level of commitment you have in those moments shows me like the level of commitment these devs have to like these changes really really do matter and i definitely want to keep on playing it i want to get it working on my steam deck because i can't get it working right now for whatever reason
1: I uh, Raj there will it be a contender I don't know Raj there showed some footage and so I want to point out if you're an audio person not watching I do really dig that they have a narrator like yeah you know what I mean so yeah like it, you have like a dungeon master that's cool. not a dungeon master but like talking and like oh this happens but this doesn't happen and because of x y and z and you all. walk up to a stone a strange uh object permanates
2: from the stone yeah and you, lo- you look at it, you're like do I want to really nice do lunch. I want to grab it's it re- that's do I wanna, great yeah.
0: it's yeah. really
1: awesome yeah so, Greg, what about you? Are you planning to keep playing this? Uh, I won't keep playing in this. I'll wait for PlayStation just because, yeah, I'm not thrilled with how it looks on Steam Deck and there's so much going on on the screen. I want it to look big and I don't want to be attached. And I was playing on my PC at home last night, which isn't the most up-to-date PC, so it wasn't running super well. Uh, but, it, uh, you know, to be realistic, I'm way more excited for Starfield moment-to-moment gameplay. I'm more, I'm more excited for the story, I think, and the choices here, which is a trade-off. Mm. But I think, yeah, I'll wait for PlayStation and probably get to it towards the end of the year. Do you think that it is a contender? If not for you, do you think that it will be for others for a certain gamer? For sure. Yeah. I I mean, I, I think for a lot of people that are drawn to this kind of role playing game or role playing games in general, I think it will be Uh, for me. No, again, I don't think the combat systems as good as it could be. And it isn't clicking immediately. And granted, five hours in if we had gotten this code earlier and i'd been able to give it two weeks maybe we have a different conversation about how much i like it and how much i learned to use it and yada 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 also if i could play on a playstation but there's other things in like the map well again i love the style of it using the map i often found myself frustrated to a degree of just like how the fuck am i gonna get over there and i know that's part of the game obviously to get me off track but it was like didn't seem intuitive in times on how to get to certain places or do certain things uh but so no i don't think this won't have- if this would not be a top 10 for me i think for some people it'll be game of the year candidate but i think for me and the other games we've seen this year it wouldn't do it for me plus where you at
3: yeah i think i'm gonna play this the way that greg talks about playing legend of zelda Heroes of the kingdom where it's gonna be one that i dip into throughout whoever knows how long right like i think the fact that this game is hundreds of hours long or at least has hundreds of hours of content in it makes me want to take my time and play it through slowly and i think i will keep playing it on my steam deck because i think it does look good enough i know for a fact that if i boot it up on pc oh I'll be blasted You'd with be blown such away. beauty, and I—that's why I never want to see how this looks. <laughs> Don't show me. I I'm never. Happy. I do not want to see how I'll this game looks. works. with be no, <laughs> because I like. I'm having such a good time playing it on Steam Deck, and I know it looks like it looks janky a bit, but it's it's good enough. And that's my thing. I'm like, it's good enough, and playing it handheld is such a great way to do it as opposed to just be being stuck in my desk. And I prefer this way. And, yeah, like, I want to dip into it just over the course of however long. The only time I don't enjoy playing this game is during the combat. But outside of the combat, in every moment, I'm having such a blast. And I don't know if, for me, it'd be a contender only because I don't think I'm going to beat it anytime soon. But I think industry-wide, yeah, like, I think a lot of people are going to have a lot of things to say about Baldur's Gate 3 just in in the broad conversation of Game of the Year across the industry. Not necessarily that kind of funny. And especially in RPG of the Year. Like, I I expect to see this at at Game Awards because... It is deep and it commits hard to being what it is. 100%. And I have so much respect for it, for doing that. And like, there is so much joy I'm getting out of it for being that. And like, to everything Andy was talking about, about cinematics and all these things, right? I have been surprised moment to moment where I talk to a random NPC. Like just any random NPC, and they get into a whole conversation, and that's an interesting moment. Where it is, I was talking to a kid at uh one of like the Grove areas, the like one of the settlements, and this kid's like, oh hey, like do you wanna do you, do you want this ring? And I'm like, no, what's up with the ring? And he like does like a fun little magic trick where he makes it disappear or whatever. And I'm, my character is like, oh that's interesting. My character obviously is like this slate of hand, um, like trickster kind of guy. So I'm like, hey, let me, let me see that. And like, I kind of do my own match trick with it and I impress the kid and we had this whole interaction.
0: Well, while we were recording, all the power went out. It was a lot scarier than it should have been for everybody involved, <laughs> but we're back. The power's here for now. Uh, so we're going to wrap up the conversation here. Our final thoughts so far on Baldur's Gate 3. Bless, yeah. let's start with you.
3: Yeah, I, um, this game for me has been doing everything right, right? Like, I've been really enjoying the D&D elements. The only part of this game that I feel like I'm not enjoying is the combat stuff, right? And I think that is going to be a teach-their-own situation. I'm with Andy with what he said earlier of, I don't think this game has a bad combat system, but it's definitely not for me. Uh, that said, like, I've been so engrossed with the stuff it's doing with story, with the stuff it's doing with world, with the stuff it's doing with, with choices. All of the depth that's within all of those things, very impressive and yeah i can't wait to keep playing greg
1: i'm really impressed uh i hope and i would expect that it carries the uh weight of what it's already done you know what i mean like it's always hard to say oh we've previewed this game we're previewing this game i expect it to hold up the entire way through and i think it'll make for a great time if it does again yeah i'm right there with busting this isn't a combat style i vibe with and it's not that i've never enjoyed a turn-based strategy a-, a game before right or where you can look at like something like valkyria chronicles that i really did dig and it had a very similar thing i think it's just going to be about getting immersed in it and having more time with it for it to really click and re- me to really learn it i guess more than anything um but i'm excited to give it that shot later on when it comes to playstation i can play it on uh, the big tv that way because yeah uh, it's an impressive game for sure it's, it's wild that i would
2: prefer a watered down version of any other sort of combat system like if this game came out with a very mediocre hack and slash sort of combat, and I, I'd be like, you know, combat's fine, but everything else is great. It's just like that's how much I don't really love. Let, I, one question vibing we, with we didn't get base. to dive
1: into because of the power. Um, you talked about you're playing on story difficulty, like the easiest difficulty. Is that making it just brain dead, and you're flying through it, or
2: no, no? I mean, well, maybe because I'm just brain dead, right? <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't really have a whole lot of experience with games like this because this isn't final fantasy Stand in line select you. it's very much like move and click behind all sorts of areas and you kind of have to understand your surroundings and how to get um at, at, like in order to take advantage of where you're at and the environment and there's a barrel of oil over there. What if I shoot the barrel of oil? Cool. Oil spilled all over the place. Now I'll have homeboy shoot a fire spell, and that'll explode. Like, there's a lot of freedom in that way. Um, I am on the most easiest difficulty, so these fights can hopefully just be quicker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's kind of how I felt about... Um, That's what I've done with a lot of scary games back in the day where it's like, I just, I don't don't want to, I don't want to like have to die and have to redo this very scary thing. Um, So yeah, more of it is just like, how can I get through it quicker and get back to the meat of the stuff, which is like, who am I going to bang? And that's really all I'm looking forward to, Tim. I've I've got my, like so far two uh, companions not flirting with me. They're flirting with everybody else in the party. Mm -hmm. So I'm
3: telling those dudes get the fuck out. All right. And to the get through a quicker thing, that's one thing with the combat system that I'm hoping grows on me because I've been kind of impressed with the uh, area I'm in currently where I just partnered up with a dude that I'm trying to save. And now it is, hey, once we go into the other room, we're going to take out this entire camp. And I look through and I'm like, oh, but it's a big camp, which means we're going to be fighting for a minute. Yeah. And I started that section. And sure enough, I was fighting for... It was like 20 minutes before I was like, I gotta reload because Damn. I am not doing doing good in this. But that said, I still have a lot of respect for what they're doing with it. And I'm so curious to see how other people take to it. Like, I want to see how the hardcore of the Baldur's Gate community take to the combat system. I'm sure it's been similar before, right? But I want to see how even like, I guess the wider RPG fan base as well takes to the combat system. Because even though I'm saying it's not for me, I very much see what they're doing with it. I very totally. much see the... oh. It's D&D improv. It is, like you said, Andy, oh, I got to shoot this barrel so that oil spills so that I can get my guy with the fire spell to go do this thing. I got to play to my strengths and who I made I made as a character. And so if I'm going through and I'm doing melee attacks and I didn't make a melee attack type character, yeah, I, am. I am not going to have a good time with this, right? You really got to think on, on another level and play it literally like it is a tabletop role-playing game and make choices with a lot of intent. Which is so cool. With a, which is really cool. And again, I really respect it. But also it's that it's just that push and pull of I'm I'm willing to give that that amount of, of myself into the story and the characters and everything else. But when it comes to the combat, that's where I'm like, oh, damn, all right, this is asking a lot. And I don't know if I have that much of myself to give. I'd say do not hesitate
2: to drop to the lowest difficulty because it doesn't become just one-shot kills Let me get through everything fast. Let me just reiterate that it could just mean that I'm really bad at this sort of yeah. style game and I'm not doing things right, but it's still like... People in my party are still getting knocked out every once in a while. Like it isn't it isn't like the most easy just click and win sort of uh combat, even on the easiest difficulty. But the reason that I also prefer the easiest difficulty is not only to make it faster, but I don't enjoy it enough to die over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I I enjoy dying a lot in Souls games because I love that sort of combat. So sure. it's very, very different, right? Uh but I would say that the first couple of encounters on the normal, normal difficulty, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know how to get better at this. And uh, because of that, I am going to drop <laughs> to the easiest. And I still find it to be...
1: I still don't understand. <laughs> a,
2: I still find it to... It, it, again, It's the fact that it's not brain dead is what's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, give me the tiniest bit of challenge, but I don't want to just be, shoot that dude, they're dead. Shoot that dude, they're dead. Shoot that dude, they're dead. I, I enjoy that there is still some thinking you have to do in it.
0: Well, that's awesome. Let us know in the cool comments game. below uh, if, cool game. if cool they're game. selling you, if you haven't been interested in this type of game before and given it a shot. Or, or if this, this it, is tell us,
1: tell us yeah, how. What, us. How do we get, how do we, what's the fastest way to learn this system and understand it in a different way? 100% if you are a big Baldur's Gate, D&D, any of that
0: stuff fan, let us know in the comments below uh, where you're at with Baldur's Gate. Uh, it will be coming out for everybody very, very soon. If not right now, I don't even know. <laughs> but no, the,
1: it's out on PC. as yeah. Well, yeah, it's launch day when this posts on, for PC.
0: Yeah, so enjoy your time. Everybody. Uh, but until next time, I love you all. Thank you for your patience with us with all the stuff we've been having today. Goodbye. Is the
1: power out again? <laughs> no. <laughs>